0: Welcome back to the Youth Bible of One Year, Day 273. Today's title is Bounce It Back Up. And we're talking about God's love and His glory, and what it means to bounce that back up to God and give all of the glory back to God. So, how do we do this,
1: and why should we do this?
0: Let's find out today.
1: It was one of the most moving and powerful testimonies I have ever encountered. A former sex worker drug addict and dealer, described how she'd reached a point at which, in her own words, she was dead. She said her blood was black and her heart was black. She described how she came on Alpha and heard that Jesus loved her so much that he died for her. She described how this had broken the concrete of her heart. She experienced God's love for her for the first time. Remarkably, She has even been able to forgive those who did her harm and is now radiating the love of Christ. After she had given her testimony to a stunned congregation, I went up to thank her and said how extraordinarily powerful it had been. She replied, I need to bounce it back up. I didn't understand what she meant. I asked her to explain. She said, it's all grace. I need to bounce the glory Back to Him. She had a profound understanding of grace, glory, and what it means to be Christ like. The theme of glory runs through each of today's readings. We see why, how, and when to bounce the glory back up to God. From Psalm
0: 115 Not to us, Lord, not to us but to your name be the glory, because of your love and faithfulness.
1: Why glorify God? When people praised John Wimber because of a talk he'd given or a healing that had happened through his ministry, he used to say, I'll take the encouragement, but I'll pass the glory on. The psalmist gives us a great example of passing the glory on, bouncing it back to God. He starts, Not to us, O Lord, Not to us, but to your name be the glory, because of your love and faithfulness. He goes on to give two reasons why you should glorify and worship God. First, because of our experience of God's love and faithfulness. Worship is a response to what God has done for you. Give him all the glory. Second, because you become like that which you worship. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. So, if we worship idols, we become totally useless, unable to do anything of any value. Put your trust in the Lord, who is your help and shield. Put your faith in the Lord and worship Him, and you will become like Him. You'll be changed into His likeness and obtain fullness of life. Lord, my help and shield, help me to experience more of your love and faithfulness, to bounce it back up, And to give you all the glory. New Testament from Philippians 1 and 2.
0: Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one Spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel without being frightened in any way.
1: of God the Father how to glorify God Paul explains how you can glorify God by becoming like Jesus think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself become Christ-like in attitude because of concern for the name of Jesus and the glory of God live a life worthy of the gospel of Christ It is a privilege not only to believe in Jesus, but also to suffer and struggle for him. When people or events come against you, stand firm in unity against all the opposition and attacks that you are bound to encounter. The language Paul used is that of a phalanx, the most formidable military device of antiquity. With shields together and spears out front, The soldiers stood shoulder to shoulder in files eight men deep. As long as they did not break rank, they were virtually invincible. Stand united, singular in vision, contending for people's trust in the message, the good news, not flinching or dodging in the slightest before the opposition. Your courage and unity will show them what they're up against. Defeat for them Victory for you and both because of God. A Christ-like attitude is the key to this unity. Any disunity in the church would have detracted from Paul's joy. Disunity so often comes from selfish ambition and vain conceit. The key is to consider others better than yourself. To look not only to your own interests but also to the interests of others. Don't push your way to the front Don't sweet-talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. In other words, you have to have the same attitude as Jesus, who let go of his natural, legal and social status and made himself nothing. He took the very nature of a servant. He humbled himself and became obedient to death even death on a cross he took the path of downward mobility humble service and unselfish love if you're ever anxious about your relative status remember that jesus made himself lower than we could ever imagine and as a result god exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name that at the name of jesus Every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is how you can glorify God by following Christ in his humble service and selfless love. Lord, help me to have the same attitude as Jesus. Help me to take the path that brings glory to God the Father. Help me always to bounce the glory Back to you. Old Testament from Jeremiah 1 and 2.
0: The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb I knew you. Before you were born I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them whatever I command you. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord.
1: When to glorify God. What happens when troubles, difficulties, and disruption come into your life and the lives of those around you? Jeremiah lived in one of the troubled periods in Israel's history, the fall of Jerusalem in 587 BC and the exile in Babylon. He was given a difficult message to give to the people. He did it with great courage in the face of hostility and persecution. The opening chapters of Jeremiah show two more ways that you can glorify God and when you can do so. First, you glorify God when you respond to God's call. Age is no barrier to leadership. Jeremiah was probably a teenager when God called him around the year 627 BC. He could be described as both a born leader and a born prophet. Before his birth, he was set apart to be a prophet. God said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you. And before you were born, I separated and set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. God knows all about you, the good and the bad. His knowing leaves nothing out. He loves you. He does not necessarily approve of everything you do, but he wants you to live like Jeremiah with the freedom of knowing his love and approval. The Lord tells you, as he told Jeremiah, to go wherever he tells you to go and say whatever he tells you to say. This takes the ultimate responsibility off your shoulders. Glorifying God does not mean having to try to save the whole world. That's God's responsibility. But rather doing what God asks you to do. This will not be easy. God warns that there will be opposition. Second, you glorify God when you respond to God's correction. God asked Jeremiah to warn the people against worshipping worthless idols and call them back to worshipping him. Jeremiah said, my people have exchanged their glory for worthless idols. Not only does this deny God the glory he deserves, it is actually self-destructive. When we turn away from God, we lose the blessings of relationship with him and replace it with something useless. God laments how my people have forsaken me the spring of living water and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns, that cannot hold water. In particular, they were on the hunt for sex, sex and more sex, insatiable, indiscriminate, promiscuous. They were addicted and could not quit. Again, we see that you become like whatever you worship. Those who follow worthless idols become worthless themselves. If you follow Jesus, you become like him. If we try to find satisfaction, meaning, and purpose through our own ambitions and self-centered appetites, our lives become of no value. Jeremiah despaired that God's people had not responded to his correction. They had forsaken his blessings and failed to give him glory. Thank God that the remedy for all this came in the person of Jesus, who set aside his glory in order to rescue us, to him, be all the glory. Lord, help me to fix my eyes on Jesus, the spring of living water, and to turn my face towards him. May I become Christ-like and give you all the glory.
2: Pepper adds, Jeremiah 1 verse 11 says, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, What do you see, Jeremiah? Jeremiah says, I see the branch of an almond tree. The Lord came to me. You have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. God uses pictures to speak to us. They can be so comforting, encouraging and memorable. I find it a little daunting if I think I have a picture in a meeting. It's easy to discount it or think that somebody else has a better one or maybe I made it up anyway. But if we do speak up and bring that word, it might be the very thing that somebody needs to hear and it might transform their lives. Let's pray now.
0: Lord, thank you that you give me glory. Help me to become more Christ like today and to give you all the glory. Help me to fix my eyes on you.
2: Help me to love you more.
0: Lord, I ask for your Holy Spirit to fill me right now. Fill me with your love so that I may bounce it back up to you and give
2: you all the glory. Amen.